Hey, welcome back to another episode of Marketing That Works. I cannot wait to talk to you guys about this stuff today because today we're going to cover objections and how you can crush them. Let's go. The mission is this. When you leave the military and you want to start a business of your own, how do you sell yourself, your products, or your services without destroying your bank account or spending years of precious time learning everything you need to do the hard way? Those are just some of the questions you'll come across and this show will be your guide. This is the no bullshit, no fluff list of every marketing mistake I've ever made and every lesson that's turned into triumph. I'm your host, Creighton Petro, and this is Marketing That Works. Okay, so today we're going to be covering objections and how you can crush them. But before we can get into how to overcome objections, we have to know what the objections are. So the very first thing I want you to do, stop what you're doing, take a mental note, pen and paper, you know, note app on your on your phone, whatever it is. Okay, I want you to take a second and write down, create a list of all of the objections that you typically hear in your business or in your industry, whatever it is, okay? Uh, You have to do this first because then we'll talk through how to overcome these objections and how you can use the same format to overcome any objection. So without further ado, write down a list, as many as uh, you can think of, of all the objections that you typically hear, why people don't buy, or why people say no to your product or service. Okay, great. Once you have that list, here's the next step, okay? We're going to classify these these objections. We're going to take all the objections that you've made, and we're going to put them into three different buckets. We're going to categorize them, okay? The three different buckets of objections uh, are pretty standard across any industry, and almost all the objections that you can think of will fall into any one of these three buckets. The first one is the vehicle, okay? The thing that you're selling. People don't believe that the thing that you have to offer, whatever it is, a product or a service, they don't think that whatever it is you're trying to sell will satisfy their need or help them or whatever it is. That's that's objection number one, okay? Objection number one is they don't believe in the thing it is that you're selling, okay? Um, Objection number two is all about internal beliefs. Okay, yes, I think that what you've got to sell is awesome. I think it works. I just don't think it'll work for me because of XYZ reason, okay? Maybe uh, I don't think that it works for me because that doesn't necessarily satisfy my need or maybe, yeah, I can see where this helps, but you know, in my industry, I need X, Y, and Z process or I can't, I can't use marketing or sales or advertising in this because of whatever, okay? It's an internal belief. It's holding them back, okay? The last one is external beliefs, okay? So you have your vehicle. They don't believe in the product or service, Internal beliefs is number two, and external beliefs is number three. And external beliefs is typically something that is holding them back uh, from success that is out of their control. So they would say, yes, I think that your product or service is awesome. I think it would work for me. I just can't say yes right now because of X, Y, and Z reason. Typically time or money or something like that is in the way, okay? So once we have all of our objections categorized into these three buckets, Now we're going to start the process of overcoming those objections. And the easiest way to overcome an objection is to do it by storytelling. And the way that we do this is by something that we call an epiphany bridge story or an epiphany story or a bridge story um, or before and after story. Okay, something along those lines. You'll hear those terms a lot in the marketing world. So what does that mean? What is an epiphany bridge uh, story? Well, kind of goes something like this, right? Um, You have a a belief, whatever that belief is, okay? Um, I can't lose weight 
you know, because of this, right? Or I, I've tried dieting and exercise or whatever, but it don't, won't for, work for me for whatever reason, okay? The Epiphany Bridge story goes something like this. Hey, yeah, I too believed that. I too thought that, you know, this just wasn't going to work for me. I was just never going to be cut out for that or, or whatever reason. Um, and I was doing these things and I was living my life. And I tried everything I could, but I couldn't do it. And then one day a friend recommended this other thing. Okay. And I tried it. And then this one thing changed my life. It changed how I operate or, or whatever. Right. And now I know that I can do these things. I can be successful. It can work for me because of this other thing that was introduced to me. And I had this epiphany. I said, ah, that was the aha moment that I needed. And now I can be successful. Okay. So that's kind of how this goes. Here's a, here's a real practical example that I tell a lot of my clients and I'm trying to make sure that people understand how simple it can be, uh, is that, I used to go to work. I live in, in in South Denver, and I used to work in you know a downtown area. Okay, and it would take me about thirty five minutes to get to work every day. And so I knew if I traveled the route that I knew was the fastest. There's no other way. There's no other way in my mind to get to work other than this one route. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of roads, but come on, this is the one main road all the way through. It's got to be the fastest way to get to home and to get to work, and, and vice versa. And I knew that. But one day, I decided. Uh, for no apparent reason, just to say, okay, I wonder how Google Maps would take me home just because, you know? And so I was sitting there one day, I was in traffic. And I'm like, okay, when I get, when I get uh, to the office today, I'm going to map how to get home. I'm going to try this new way. Um, so I did. And when I got to the office, I tried. I go open Google Maps and uh, I looked at the way that Google Maps told me to come. I said, there's no, there's no fucking way that, uh, that this is going to be faster than, than my way. But, you know, obviously I've been sitting in traffic every single day. Uh, I didn't think there was anything around it. So I said, okay, whatever, I'll just give it a shot. So I did that night on the way home. I tried this other way that Google Maps told me to go. And sure enough, I saved five minutes. Now I thought, in all fairness, there's no way. That's, that's a fluke, got lucky. You know, traffic just happened to be good that way home, Pff, whatever. Okay, because technically it's a longer route, but it actually saved me time. So I said, there's no way. So I tried it again in the morning, shit. Sure enough, I saved another five minutes. So I tried it again on the way home that night. Saved another five minutes. Okay, so now, after all that, I realized I had been wrong this whole time. This one route is actually faster, even though it's a few miles longer. And, uh, and, and now I will never go the original way that I was going to work. And I always go this other way because it saves me time. It's actually a better drive. So um, that is right there an Epiphany Bridge story. Now, the real question is, why does that Epiphany Bridge story work? Why does it work so well? Well, it works well because it allows you to tell a story that people can follow along with and people can come to the same conclusions naturally that you did because they're living your experience through you. You just lived that experience through me of sitting in traffic and you know wondering if there's another way to get to work. And then I Google mapped it and I said, okay, I'll try it. And you, you know, sure enough, it worked, but I thought it was a fluke. You probably thought the same thing. And then all of a sudden, no, every time I tried it, I kept saving five minutes. So you come to the same conclusion that I did naturally. I didn't have to force you to believe that this other way is better. It's not a you know promotion for Google maps or anything like that. It's just that you were able to come to the same conclusion that I came to in a very natural way. And you always hear the thing people like, um, to buy, they don't like to be sold stuff. It's the same thing here, okay? People, if they, if you can get people to come to the same conclusions naturally, then they will also naturally want the same results 
that you got. That's just how people are. So you can do that and you can use that formula for anything in any objection in your business. Okay. You know, um, if they don't think that the product works, okay. Hey, look, I, you know, like I, I see these things for, uh, um, mud water online all the time. Uh, probably because the world knows that I drink way too much coffee. Uh, and I haven't tried it yet, but I love the video because I see it all the time. And here's the same thing, right? They say, Hey, I too used to drink coffee. I was a fiend. I was an addict and all these things. And I'd get all the problems with coffee and jitters and whatever, you know? And then one day I switched to mud water and those jitters and anxiety and all the other things that come with coffee were just gone. And I still had all the energy. I had all these things. And now I know that mud water is great. Okay. They're using the exact same process. And guess what? Um, little, little side note here. If you see an ad running for an extended period of time, several months, then it's a pretty good indication that the ad is working for them because they wouldn't keep spending money on something that isn't working. So, um, Anyway, the process of storytelling in that way works. And that is what an epiphany bridge does. So now that you know how to do this epiphany bridge, you simply talk about what it was you were doing beforehand. Okay. And, uh, and actually, I'm going to go through a little uh, list for you. So if you guys want to write this down, go ahead or, or pause this or come back to it, whatever. Um, but anyway, the, the process kind of goes like this. Number one, the backstory. Give a little story, history of what you're doing, the backstory of what you're doing who you are, you know, in, in that time before you found, you know, this new solution, right? What were your troubles so that people can relate to that? Um, what were your desires? What were you trying to achieve? What were your goals, you know, um, so that people can relate to your story? And then talk about the wall that you hit, the problem you came into, whatever it is that was holding you back from success. And then talk about the epiphany that you had. What was the thing that had changed? What, who came into your life? Who gave you this recommendation? How did you stumble upon this thing? How did you learn it or earn it or whatever? Okay. What's the plan that you created to implement this new idea? How did that go? Was there conflict? Usually in plans, there's always some kind of conflict, but hey, you worked it out. And sure enough, now you have this new achievement. Okay. So that is the process. Okay. So it is number one, backstory, um, and desires and, and where you were. Number two is the wall that you ran into, the problem that stopped you from being successful or that you kept hitting, you know, coming into or whatever that is. Um, number three is the epiphany. Number four is uh, the plan that you came up with. Uh, five, if you want to, any conflicts that you had uh, after implementing that plan. And number six is the achievement or success. Now, when I'm working with our clients, we actually do uh, dive a little bit deeper depending on the clients um, into kind of break number one up into one and two, we kind of push everything else down where we kind of go into the desires. Um, again, because the more emotion that you can drag into this story, um, depending on the, on what industry you're in, you don't have to do that. But you know, if you can, depending on what you're trying to sell, you'll find that um, you'll have even better luck relating to people if you can bring emotional ties into the story. So um, sometimes we'll, we'll break that up into one and two for the backstory and emotion. Um, and then we'll kind of go from there. But anyway, that's it. So backstory, emotion or desires, the problem that's holding you back, the epiphany that you had to overcome that, uh, that problem, the plan that you put together, the conflict, if any, that you came into, the problems, the other things that, you know, uh, that you realized after implementing this new plan and the final success, the final achievement. Okay. And what was the overall transformation at the end? Um, that is the process. I swear if you do that um, and now you know, now that you know the process, you can use this for every one of those three buckets, right? Now you have to go back to those buckets of, uh, of 
um, objections, and you just come up with a story of that works, right? That talks about, yeah, I too had this one false belief or this one objection before I found this thing. And ever since changing, it's changed my life or my world or whatever you want to say, right? Um, that's it, man. That is, that is the simplest storytelling method to overcome any objection. And it works day in and day out. Um, and you can use these once you have these kind of things written, you can make them in story form. They can be great for the website. They can be good on your, uh, on social media platforms, whatever you want to do, right? You have these and you can actually preemptively kill objections by putting out content that has these story, uh, epiphany bridge story aspects in it. So think about that when you're creating content, think about that, um, when you're trying to sell things in your sales process and make sure you are armed with these stories. The more stories you have in your pocket, the easier it will be to overcome objections for people. Um, so anyway, that's it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you guys want the exact Epiphany Bridge form that I use in my agency with all of our clients, just go to Instagram and DM me the word objections. Okay. If you DM me the word objections. I will send you the exact form that I use with all of our clients so that you can have a copy. And if you have any questions on that or how to implement that, just ask and I will hook you up anytime. I appreciate you guys for stopping by and I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing That Works podcast. If there's anything that you loved about this episode, here's what I want you to do. Share this episode link to wherever you hang out online and tag me in it. Let me know what you liked about this episode and if there's anything you'd like me to cover in the future so I can always make sure that my content is as helpful as possible. While you're at it, you can go to marketingnetworkspodcast.com and you can get some of my best downloadable marketing templates and swipe files for free. Thanks again for listening to this episode and I'll see you again in the next one.